Hey, necessity crew, I'm back. <laughs> um, hey guys, how is everybody? Or the famous question, like I said, I would ask is, how is your heart today? How are you? What's going on? What's the struggles like? Mm-hmm. What's been on your mind? Um, what's been at the top of your prayer list? Um, how are you manoeuvring through our new normal? How are you? Um, me, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. Um, I thought I'd probably start the first this the first half of this podcast a little different. Actually, um, I'm not actually going to dip into the the next blog um, until later down the podcast into the second half. So if you do want to hear the um, the blog, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, just go straight into the second half of the podcast. That is completely fine, but one topic that has been on my heart heavy ever since um last sunday is just church in general and it's one thing that i've struggled with um after leaving my um home church to go off to university i left my home church i think it was back in 2017 in birmingham to go and study in nottingham and um I don't know how much of you guys know, but I was just on a silly little roller coaster with university after leaving Birmingham, to be very honest with you. I kind of, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was juggling between courses and so, you know, there was a lot going on. Anyway, I'd left my home church and so I guess I was more or less not really in a church anymore. Um, I knew that I was kind of at growing my home church anyway in general. Um, so I knew even if I did end up going back to Birmingham, I probably wouldn't end up going back there. But I still didn't really know what I, I desired in a church. And when I went off to Nottingham, I found a lovely church there, but it was part of the university. I loved it. It was young. It was it was feeding me. We talked about real things, real struggles, built real community. And it was great. After Nottingham, me being how I am, I started renting in Burton because I was going to university in Derby. Um... And so it was another struggle then to find a church that I liked. Anyway, time's gone on, Corona's hit, and I still haven't really got a home church. So during lockdown, I've been, I guess, watching a lot of churches every week to figure out which ones I really resonate with, which one I would love to, I guess, attend and become a member of when lockdown eventually, God willing, rises. Um... But one of my biggest frustrations that I can tell you guys I've had is the realness of churches today. I just don't want to go to a church in general. I'm not saying, I'm not calling that no churches, but just in general, I don't want to go to any churches that that I can't be real in, I guess. I don't want to go to churches that don't speak of real topics that we're really dealing with in today's age. Um, You know, them churches, I guess you kind of have to pretty up yourself majorly prior to entering. I don't like that kind of thing. I just, I think it's false. Um, And I always think to myself, if there were people 
so to speak, of the world, not yet saved, not yet, don't know Jesus yet, are still in their ways, but they're thinking, I'd love to give church a try. Would they walk into your church and think this is a welcoming place? Could they walk in and give you the realest struggles that they have with sex, with drugs, with whatever it is that they're dealing with? Could they walk into your church and be real with you about those things? And I think that's what I think of when I'm going into a church for myself in general anyway, um, a place where I'm able to be real and a place where I know if I was to attend, so to speak, my family, my friends that I have that aren't necessarily of church or or know God like that, but know of God, would could I invite them? Do you know what I mean? And so it's something that I've thought about. Um, the whole reason it came up was because I was watching a um, word. You guys need to check it out if you have not already. But Pastor Michael Todd in America, um, he done his last... Um, I guess part of his series which was relationship goals reloaded oh it's epic guys and he literally just speaks on such real topics to do with sexuality pornography um you know perversion just loads of things that are sweeped under the rug in church in general and it's always been a frustration for me entering churches and just never seeing them touch on real stuff and you can see that even the youth in their church the next generation that's coming up aren't able to um, fully be themselves aren't able to vocalize aren't able to be real with the older people or aren't able to um be real with themselves really and what sin they're dealing with out of fear of judgment because they know what kind of church they're in and I think it's just, it's not a nice place to be in. And so I guess majority of the churches that I've been drawn to are in America. And I'm like, God, do you want me to go to America? Because it seems like it's the only place that I'm, I'm seeing that's got real stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, talking about real things, generally saving people. Um, there's not all of these rules that are being made that prior to going to the church that you have to um, follow, I guess. And that's that's the beauty of it um but yes that is something that was just really on my heart man it's it's really really been on my heart how can we not saying church is always going to be appealing because we're going to touch topics that are going to make even us people that are sweetly saved you know it's going to make us want to hide away that's what a lot of topics are going to cause but at the same time how are we even saving people how we're bringing people to god when real things aren't being touched walking around in like i don't want to use the word deception but walking around with these i guess masks on that's the picture i'm getting in my head right now walking around with these masks on um looking like something that we're not and i think church should be the place where we can openly vocalize the struggles that we have And I guess I haven't found that for myself yet. And I can say that openly and honestly. I haven't found that for myself yet. Unless the church is in America. Um, So yeah, that's been on my mind a lot. And I just wanted to vocalise it in the podcast, if I'm honest. Um, I did make a little, um, I guess, just a surface-based post on Instagram, on my story on the Sunday. And it was just a few sentences. But I knew that it's something that I wanted to go into depth with and my podcast I guess is the the perfect place to do that as I've already claimed and I've already stated in disclaimers before that um I will always be transparent with you guys and I'll be I will always be as open as possible with my thoughts because I'm very real as a person and I just don't like hiding 
don't like hiding I like touching real things you know so yeah that's been on my mind but yeah that's literally the, the little first half it wasn't really long it's just a topic that's been on my heart um if you haven't already do head over to www.aspiritualnecessity.org to check out the blog let's be real before we head into the podcast version yeah yeah um and follow me on social media at tiasam where i post you know encouragement when and if i feel necessary or led to and my home interior decor page at sacred spaces home but yes guys let's head straight into the podcast Mm-mm. okay guys let's head straight into the podcast let's be real wow <laughs> I was actually reading through this, just read over the blog, um, just to familiarise myself with where I was at at the time, what I was writing about, why I was writing about it, because, you know, I do write my blogs in different seasons, so I tend to write um, from the season I'm in and, I guess, my perspective in that season. I don't necessarily have a scripture for this other than the one that is on the picture, which is... Philippians 1 6 it reads I am sure that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus so in this blog I was basically practicing a different um writing style I guess because for those who don't know um, I love I adore writing um which I'll touch on a little further down in the um the podcast but I tried out a different style of writing in this this blog. So what I done was I basically just wrote like almost like I was just journaling to a, a brethren or something. Like it wasn't one of them things that's like let me structure it this way, let me put a title here, let me split it into the it wasn't like that. Um I just wrote, I sat, I, I think my yes, my best friend came over. Um, and stayed with me for a few days and I remember just sitting opposite her and just getting my phone and just typing, just writing like I was sending a text Um, and within that same night it was done yeah, it was done Um, and it was just basically a piece of writing for the thoughts that I'd had um, since writing the previous blog which we'll end up touching on next week but yeah so I guess um I kicked it off with one topic that I guess you guys I had a lot of questions at the time from you guys in regard to which was my relationship with God how how does it work how do I communicate with God um how do I hear from God um yeah what methods do I use how does it work kind of thing how how do we start off what routine did I get into with the Lord that kind of thing I guess and so I was like I've had quite a few people ask me this um and I was quite honored to be fair because I was like oh okay um but I was like let me just let me address this obviously I answered everyone privately as well but I said let me address this in a blog um so that those who may be thinking it don't know how to approach me 
I may be thinking it, but haven't approached anybody in general. They can get a response in regard to, I guess, different methods they can use to communicate with God because there's not one way. And I feel like a lot of people do think that there's probably just a very restricted, limited way to communicate with God and to receive from God. And it, there's not. Um, there's countless. Anyway, things that that I wrote um, in regard to it were... I guess I gave you guys kind of the analogy of um, communicating with your best friend, with your brother, with your mom, with your sister, with your cousin, with your boyfriend, with your dad, with your uncle. Communicate with God like that. Have conversation with him. Um, I know there are times where I must look real crazy on the road. Um, I just, I guess I, I've conquered it a bit by putting my AirPods in, but sometimes I may look crazy because I'm walking and talking with God at times having conversation and I think that's that's important implementing God throughout the day because I remember being in a space of only bringing him in on um like preparing for bedtime I guess and that's when I'm gonna sit down and I guess talk and and God does like to be brought in into every area of our day I guess he does um when you wake up hey God you know one thing that I I done and started as a routine was when I began working where I am working now I would get up um play some gospel music worship music and get in the shower and just talk to God give him a day give him my emotions um analyze the dreams that i've had see if it's communicating me through them what it could be saying you know just have some dialogue um with the lord in the morning and throughout the day just different things i guess just just little conversations little little things that i have throughout the day but my main form of communication with the lord which i don't think is going to come to a surprise to anyone um but it is journaling i love to write i write letters to god almost every single every single night if i'm able um there are times where i probably go through like two or three days and i haven't but that's generally from potentially going through something that's just hectic um and i don't get the chance but every single night i tend to journal um write god a letter sometimes it's structured with me just saying dear lord um today was terrible you know um sally annoyed me i wanted to cuss off john at work you know just go through all the things i guess <laughs> go through the thoughts and feelings from the day um you know got worries about finances god um help me here i just need guidance what, what can i do better i've been thinking about heading over there what do you think you know just bringing god in on all those things in a letter <clears throat> other times i i structure it differently like the other day i structured it i just write the topic so finances um comma write all about finances pray about finances in my journal um relationships comma go through all the stuff regarding relationships so i guess it's just each to their own what what feels better for you um yeah what 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 feels better for you i guess in the time for me it is writing i also gave you guys an analogy in the blog of um 
being younger and being picked up from primary school and it's something that I always remember and something I remember because my mum always my mum makes it clear to me <laughs> that um you know she picked me up from school and she's like how was your day you know what happened get in trouble did you lose any friends and I'd always fire with my response and my mum always always said when she'd ask my brother about his day just, I'm fine it was good and, and she'd ask me and I'd just it was great you know I went to play with Thomas on the swings and da, 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 and, and I'd just go in on the day and she said eventually she'd end up turning up the music to drown out my my, my noise because I just wouldn't stop talking <laughs> um but yeah I gave that analogy in the blog because that's what it's like with God he wants to know he's like that parent that picks you up from school and he wants to know what happened today he already knows but the beauty of God is I don't know who said this but I remember hearing it sometime this week the beauty of God is he already knows but when we tell him he treats it like it's the first time he's hearing it because he just wants to be around us that much and he wants to know so bad can you imagine uh, I love that I love that so much he really really desires he desires to know and God wants you to bring him in on everything as well. It's not just the the things that you're struggling with, the finances or the odd little sin, the, the pornography or the sex or the, you know, it's not just those things that um, he wants you to bring him in on or the stealing or the, the lying or the bad thoughts or you know, the jealousy. It's not that. It's, it, of course, he wants you to bring him in on that, but that's not only it. Um, God wants to know what business plans you may have. He wants to know what goals are worrying you he wants to know your fears he wants to know the desires that you have um he wants to know everything he wants to know everything and for me that is just the beauty of god um and his heart the fact that he already knows but he still desires for you to sit and tell him i think that's amazing um but yeah that that was where i started with the blog um, I then went into kind of, I went abruptly into the next bit, was a, which was with a very strong statement of um, God is not a genie. <laughs> I know that caught some people off guard when reading it as well because it caught me off guard when writing it. Um, sometimes I feel like, and I have, I'm a person who has been guilty of it, but I feel like sometimes we go to God in prayer and we're working out what we can get of him or how he can reveal things to us like he's a, like he's a genie. Um, you know, God, I want my husband and I want him to be like this and da -da -da, all this list and then boom, you expect this husband to pop up out of the blue. Do you know what I mean? And get impatient when it's not happening like God already said, yeah. Come on. We're better than that, guys. Um, <laughs> like I said, I've been guilty as well. Um, but one thing that has been made very clear and evident in my life, especially over the past, hmm, ever since the beginning of 2020, really, is that everything is a choice. Yes, God will definitely present situations, present certain things to us, but it is it's definitely our choice which way we go. We have free will. 
there's obviously something that is God's will, something that God would love for us to go for. He knows there's going to be fruit in it. He knows um, he's going to be in it. He knows we'll reap a harvest in it. He knows it will feed others. You know, he knows it will be good. It will be of substance. And there may be something that is contrary to that as well, something that doesn't, something that is um, needs to be cut off, something that we do not need to get ourselves into. But God being how God is, will give us the um, freedom to choose to go his will or not, to go his way or not. Um, we have a choice. The Holy Spirit will always tell us which way to go. You know that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach? Do you know that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach when you're making a bad choice? That and it's telling you, no, do not do it. This isn't going to go right. Or you're in a situation and the whole way through, it's like, you know, this isn't right. But you're doing it anyway. That's the Holy Spirit. Go with it. Guys, go with it. <laughs> it will not lead you astray. It won't lead you the wrong way. Go with it. Um, But yeah, God's not a genie. Um, I feel like there needs to be a heart posture. Um that is um before god's feet when we go into prayer yes we're sharing our days yes we're being transparent yes we we he desires us to go into depth with him but there's also a posture that we we ought to have when we go into prayer that isn't i guess trying to summon god to get all of these things do you know what i mean trying to um speak to him as though he's a genie or as though we're going to ask him for it and it's just going to show up like that. That's not God. That's not God. Um, yeah, that's something that, that I thought was real, real important. And also put a few questions in the blog, which was, um, what are you actually living right for? That was a very deep question and, and it sounds very on the surface, but think about the question. What What are your reasons? What are the motives behind you living right? Are you doing it because you genuinely have a heart for God? You want to serve God. You want to do right for him and for his kingdom. Um, you know, you want to bring souls to him, not for your glory, but for his. What are you living right for? Or are you doing it out of fear to not go to hell? <sighs> I mean, come on, let, let's be real. Let, let's talk about real stuff, guys. Um and then I went on to say, well, what's the core reason? I'm, I'm really just trying to pressure the question because I think it's something we, we ought to think about. Um, yeah, that was that was that part of the um, of the blog. Um, let me take, you know, I like to do this. I think I'm going to do it in every single podcast. It might just be my thing. Let's go get another five second break in. <laughs> Enjoy the soothing music, guys. <laughs> Hey guys, we're back from our five second break. Don't we like those? I love those. Anyway, yeah. So, as I was saying, um, the next section of the blog that I did go into um, was about going to God with your heart. I remember writing that. 
that section and I think there was quite an anger in my spirit actually because it kind of links back to the beginning of this podcast where I was talking about church and kind of having to pretty up yourself before going into certain um, churches and one thing that I, I just remember feeling when I first went to the Lord in general when I was about why sir how old was I years ago I was about 15 16 when I started take trying to take my walk with God seriously I guess um but I remember going to God just with my heart I was a mess it wasn't a case of me having to sweep all of the mess that I was coming with the trauma the depression the suicidal thoughts the lust um just wanting a man at the time you know all of these things it's not it's not like I had to sweep them all aside and say okay let me go to God now and and try and you know work this out get this relationship all together then you know maybe all this thing these things can come down the line no I picked up all of that baggage imagine a big black bag I picked up all of that baggage with all of those things in it and I went to God and I gave him this black bag I said God please help me with this because I can't help myself and that's how God wants you to go to him go to him with your heart and the state of it go to him with whatever's there whether it's whatever it is no matter how bad it is you know I'm telling you guys thoughts that even if it's those thoughts that you could don't even think are they're obviously not pleasing to God but go to him with them whether you've got jealousy on your heart whether it's comparison that you're dealing with whether it's lust and perversion that you're dealing with um whether it's a pornography addiction that you're dealing with whether you're sleeping with girls every other day whatever situation whatever thoughts you have and whatever predicament you are in go to god with it because how is he going to change it how is he going to um pivot um your heart posture how is it going to change the direction of where you're going if you don't even give him the authenticity or the realness of the situation he can't do anything when you're covering it up he can't because you're not giving him the space to and one thing that i found is each their own with this but you have to give god permission to come in of course god wants to come in but you actually have to give him permission it's up to you how real it's up to you how transparent you're going to be with God and all of your problems and all of your dirtiness and all of your sin really how how transparent are you going to be with him um with your humanity we're fallen and he knows that I think that's something I'm going to say in every blog every podcast but we are fallen and God knows that so give him the space to move give him the space to deal with it um and find freedom in that as well guys find freedom in the fact that you're not perfect you're work in progress and it's okay to go to god with that it's okay find freedom in this guys i I don't know why i'm stopping on this i feel like someone needs it but find freedom in the fact that when you approach god He's not expecting you to approach him perfect. He's expecting you to approach him with some kind of mess or dysfunction. 
because we are in a world that is full of mess and dysfunction find freedom in that find freedom in that um a scripture that had popped in at this point in the blog which um you guys can um go and read in your own time or won't read it out but it's zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 so you know when you do get the time um do go ahead and read that but yeah I did then go on to say that we are human and one thing that was beautiful that I wrote um which I know was the Holy Spirit that gave it to me um was that you know we are always on this journey of evolving and finding our core progressing over perfect perfection basically progression over perfection I love that saying um because it is about progression um but it was basically just about how when God created us he already knew our core like imagine how hard it is us not being creators of ourselves to try and discover us we didn't create us so wouldn't it be easier to go with the go to the one who's created us to help us unfold ourselves discover ourselves and then progress in that would it not be easier to do that come on god knew that when he created tia she's gonna have this widow's peak she was gonna have these brown eyes she was gonna have the pointed chin she was gonna have the button nose she was gonna laugh the way that she laughed she was gonna you know be stupid the way that she's stupid she was gonna um get nervous and play off jokes she twiddles her fingers when she gets a bit nervous. Like, God knew all of these things when he was creating me. So why not go to him with all of the dysfunction that I'm dealing with and all of the problems I have? If he's the one that created me and knows how I deal with those things, do you know what I mean? Um, can you find peace in that? Find peace in that. Because I feel like there's pressure. There's so much pressure. There's so much pressure when we try and... And I feel like when we look at it ourselves as well... It's like, how, how, am I, how am I supposed to solve this? How am I supposed to deal with this? Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's generally how we, how we look at it when we're trying to deal with it ourselves. How are we going to deal with this? How do I start? How do I do this? We can't. We cannot. We can't. Um, give it to God. Give it to God. Um, one of the other topics I did touch in this blog as well was how do I hear from God um and I guess I put a few people in a chokehold when I responded because I said um I don't think it's going to come by surprise but I read the word um listen to sermons worship music spend time in God's presence that's how I hear from him um God's word is God's heart it's 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 basically God his word everything in his word is is from him and so if we are being directed in a way that is contrary to god's word 99.9999999999% of the time it's not god what god advises or directs us to do will never direct us away from his word because that means it's directing us away from his heart does that make sense he's not going to do that um i love to watch um 
I feel like I always receive answers in words and they're always timely as well. I will probably pray to God on a, on probably a night, a Tuesday night. Come the Thursday night, I go onto YouTube and there's probably a sermon on um, by, you know, Pastor Michael Todd or Stephen Fertick or T.D. Jakes, whoever it is. And they're touching a topic that I was praying about on the Tuesday night. And it's like, whoa, God, this is so timely, you know, stuff like that. Um, friends around me as well but a lot of the time God speaks to me through the Holy Spirit which is my gut some people call it the gut some people call it the intuition it's the Holy Spirit I just call it the Holy Spirit I think I, I did mention it a bit earlier on it's when you know if you're in a situation or you're going through um, something or you're maneuvering through something and there's this strong pull either to do it or to not do it that tends to be the holy spirit which is god just directing you um through i guess yeah directing you through so that's that tends to be um how i do hear from god if i'm very honest with you guys i do feel like this podcast is a bit longer i'm a i'm a blabbing i don't think i'm blabbing I'm doing quite well. I think I'm doing quite well. I put two quotes in, actually, in this blog. And the first one was, Somebody else's chance of salvation is through our act of obedience to God and demonstration. Wow. Imagine, guys, God putting on your heart something. You not doing it for whatever reason it could be that he's telling you to post something on instagram he's leading you to post something on instagram you don't do it for whatever reason it could be fear could be i don't know disobedience whatever it is and that could have been somebody's way out that could have been something that was that would have directed somebody away from suicide can you imagine why one thing i will say guys about this specific um podcast and this specific blog is that the reason it doesn't feel structured is because i was just writing all my thoughts down i was so sorry if i sound all over the place but that's how this this blog was set up when i was writing it and i remember um but yes the other um quote that i guess i put down was God sometimes communicates with us through our situations. So, like, what are you in right now? Where are you at right now? You know? Um, I think I, I always use this specific story of, like, being in a relationship, you praying to God and saying, God, if this isn't for, for me, if this isn't what you've directed me to be in, if this isn't of your... Um, will take me out lord take me out give me a sign the whole way through the relationship you're very much aware that this man that you're with is unfaithful i mean that that within itself do you know what i mean he's telling you to take a pause take a time out um but stuff like that god really can communicate with us through our situations i think it's um a real real thing (laughs) sorry i don't know why i find that so funny 
Um, but yeah, that was the second half of the podcast. Oh, let me go get another five second break in. Didn't know this one was going to be so long, guys. Let's get another five second break in and we'll be in with the last bit of the podcast. Hey guys, <laughs> the last bit of this podcast will entail a topic actually that I do actually want to touch on in a later podcast. Um, I will eventually touch on it deeper, but it was mentioned in the blog, so I guess I will include it. But whew, it's a topic that I have a lot to say, <laughs> a lot to talk on, a lot of opinions on, I guess, um, which is singleness. I remember adding at the end of this blog that God was really helping me find salvage and peace in my singleness. Um, as stated in, I believe, my first ever podcast, I was in a relationship um, from 20, 2017 to 2019, um, which, you know, got engaged and whatnot. But I remember being in a um, place of feeling like I couldn't do without my partner at the time in the relationship like if if he was to have left I would have had nothing that is unhealthy if someone leaves for you to have nothing like for you to feel empty empty do you know what I mean like fair enough a little sad you know but empty like what are they taking do you know what I mean? What are they taking? And one thing that, that just came to me actually as I'm talking is when you're with someone, it's not supposed to be a case of you um, being half full, half empty, whatever you want to say, and then the person completing you. Because when they leave, it could be a potential that they do leave and you are empty. It's got to be a case of you being full, they're full, you're on overflow and it's a bonus do you know what I mean so if if it's a case where you know they do leave or you do leave or it's not God's will or whatever the case is you're not um you're still running on overflow because they're not everything it's not what you depended on for life um but yeah anyway well nearly went off track then sorry guys but yes, um, what I did talk talk about was how I was finding salvage and peace in being single. And there was a comfort in being alone with God. Um, there was obviously a negative side to it because I, at times, and sometimes still do, but there's times where being around people would bother me because I just enjoyed my own company that much, taking myself out having nice and um, pamper days, watching movies, writing to God, you know, all of them types of things. I thoroughly enjoyed um, going grocery shopping and not having to shop for nobody but myself. Not even having to clean the house much because no one's dotting it up. Like, these are this is the enjoyment of singleness. Like, the ministry of singleness is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um... But I think for me, it was a case of 
I had gone through years of bobbing in and out of toxic relationships and like I said I was feeling as though um, throughout those relationships feeling as though I couldn't cope if there was nobody there with me um, so for me being in now being in a space and at the time of writing this being in a space of peace of being alone with God man some amazing achievement for me and the Lord it was a, it was really good and I went on to to ask you guys can you be alone do you enjoy being in your own company and I guess going deeper into that whatever the answer is if it's a no what is it that scares you about being alone is it your thoughts what do you think about give those to God do you know what I mean go into that go into that don't be scared to go into the roots don't be scared to go into the roots but yeah that was really the the podcast that was the blog that was the blog that was what I touched on in that blog and like I said guys and throughout it was quite all over the place only because at the time of writing it I just remember sitting there and just typing um and a lot of my freestyled blogs come out brilliant because it's just like just going with it just going with it um but yes i hope that you guys enjoyed you know if you guys do have any questions do hit me up on instagram at tsam um if you'd like to read the blog for yourself like i said head over to www.espiritualnecessity.org thank you guys for tuning into the podcast and i will be i guess podcasting again next week y'all see you soon bye